BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And now, the business update. After a difficult year, experts are optimistic a recovery is imminent, with key indicators improving. And yet, men everywhere continue to dress as if they just rolled out of bed. The economy is ready to bounce back. Are you? At Charles Tirrett, we have the high-quality shirts and smart menswear to get you back to your best. Try our introductory offer with three shirts for only $99, delivered free. Use code POD99 at ctshirts.com or any Charles Tirrett store. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, joining me on this crisp November evening. Richard's here. Hello, everyone. Rye's here. Hello. And Jake's decided to come back again. I've been invited back for another outing. <laughs> yeah. Weren't traumatised too much. Not from... too bad. No, it was all right. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Uh, right, everyone. We're going to talk about the game um, at the weekend, Spurs. In a second, we'll also talk about Arsenal, and we'll do Twitter corner as per usual as well. Um, Jake brought up a question just before we were recording, which was, any current players that you think would make good managers now? Apart from the obvious answer of Connor Cody. So, Richie, you were, actually, you oh, were here just as we had no. this conversation. As so. in the current team? Yeah. Um, Bennett already? I think Ruddy, 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 I'm, sure yeah. Ruddy, I'm sure I've seen like a Wolves interview thing where that was asked. It might have even been Cody who said Ruddy. Um, Ruddy's a very good show. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's even when he's not playing, he's the first one in the tunnel high five in every play. Yeah, I love that that video we see. It's yeah. amazing. Um, the, the it's hard to tell. Was Martino. I was going to say yeah. maybe Matinho or or Neves. Um, mm. no, I mean Neves is a long way away. You, yeah. You're thinking of the older players who. Mm. Have done, yeah. Like if yeah, if Neves suddenly turns into a leader, probably yeah. he's younger than me yeah <laughs> which is very depressing isn't yeah. it for everyone really uh yeah i think i was just saying that i think Martino would just turn out to be that fashion icon really 
Do you reckon? I think the Perlo, the Perlo kind of character. <laughs> he have his own little uh, Costa, uh, like this coffee branch, you know. He definitely wouldn't have be a tracksuit manager. No, no, no. 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 Ruddy would, wouldn't he? Ruddy would be Steve yeah. Bruce. <laughs> you don't, you don't get many goalkeepers when it being managers, though, do you? Uh, Walter Zenga. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> your point. Yeah. You don't. Okay, you don't get many good managers who used to be goalkeepers. I know for the oh, plenty. You got, got Dino's off. Be are, are we saying Nuno's not a good manager now? Is it already yeah. turned around? Yeah. He barely played in goal. Barely played in goal. <laughs> and also three defeats in a row. But we'll get on. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. We'll get on oh, to no. it. I jest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, why don't we get on the game of the weekend then? And Wolves suffered their third consecutive defeat with a 3 2 defeat or loss, is the other word you could use, uh, against Spurs the weekend. Um, and Wolves were 3 0 down by the 60th minute, but a, a rousing, good moral victory comeback tried by Wolves with the penalties from Neves and Jimenez wasn't good enough. And Wolves picked up nil point in the game. Uh, gentlemen. What's everyone's initial feelings now post-game? Is this a kind of frustrating that it's a third defeat? Is it another one of those, ah, just, you know, unlucky to lose? Or a mixture of the both? What I do people think? can't work out whether I came away from the game feeling proud but frustrated or frustrated but proud. Yeah. Because we didn't play awful. I think that's the weird thing. We didn't... Was, we didn't almost deserve to be three 0 down in some aspects. Like actually, we played great for the first twenty minutes. I'm, I'm, I've, I've done this enough this season. We played well for the first twenty minutes, and then we conceded two goals. Yeah. Um, but actually, we held our own. It, even after the two goals, we, we didn't look as vulnerable as we did against Watford. And after half time, it sat, it felt like Nuno had gone into a dressing room and gone, lads. It spurs, <laughs> and <laughs> I was really annoyed because I didn't tweet that the weekend, <laughs> and I've been holding that in since Saturday. Um, was it worth it? Probably not. Um, but you know, we started the first, even up to their goal, we were doing, mm. we were doing well. We were doing um, all the things we've been doing, playing well up to the goal, yeah. but not actually finishing yeah. it off. No, but. Even in that first twenty minutes, we were getting shots off, and you know him as him and rattled one over the bar, and that was sort of encouraging for me. But even defensively, we looked okay up until the points they carved us open, and it looked like men against boys. Hmm. That's the issue for me is I don't think a team has torn us apart. I mean, we conceded three goals, but I wouldn't say that we were under the cosh for most of the game. No. I would say that we were pretty much fifty-fifty in the game. Just they know how to take a chance. Yeah. I mean, that was my mm. thing with Harry Kane. Like, I thought, for most of us, like, oh, it's not really doing much. But then, if he had half a yard, he was shooting. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. And, and getting it on target. Yeah, I, d- I can't remember seeing a player in a long time down Molyneux who all he would do is get half a yard of space and shoot. Yeah. Apart from that, he, he was pretty, anon- pretty anonymous yeah. for most of the game. Was kept pretty quiet. Roy, what were your thoughts initially? I, I would say more frustrated than than being proud, and I, I don't really take the sort of moral victory. Yeah, okay, you could say relatively even, but I'd probably dispute that because I think with the chances that we had, you know, they weren't on they weren't on target. They were wide. There was a couple. Obviously, um, Larice made a couple of saves, but. I actually thought every time Spurs went forward, we did look vulnerable. I thought they, ca- they carved us out far too easily on occasions. You look at the Patricio save where he's tipped it over. I don't know if that was from Kane or yeah, Lamella. Yeah. Um, and I did think that we looked vulnerable. So for me, the frustration is A, that 
I felt that we weren't particularly steady at the back. Um, and I thought going forward, yes, Loris, probably the one from Neves, low was a good save. Mm, the other one was at a good height. Other than that, nice build-up, but really didn't look like we were going to get back into the game. And we got back into the game through two penalties, of which, you know... With four set pieces, that's where I thought our opportunities were going to be. So frustration for me that um, nice possession, but really to me we didn't look threatening and we looked like we were going to be caught open mm. on a number of occasions. So frustrated, you know. Okay, it's Spurs, and you can kind of go, yeah, the context of it, they're going to be a top six side, but they'd just come, you know, into a run of games. It was what a third game, this yeah. Week as well, yeah. Last and time. so I, I just thought, well, they were there for the, the, you know, the opportunity, as were, you know, you know, look at the other performances when we we drew against Man City, for example. Mm. I thought, you know, it wasn't arrogant to think we could beat them, and I think it's a missed opportunity. Mm. And and we just switched off for the first goal, switched off for the second, and we can break them up individually. But I just thought we were all at sea. I thought we weren't closing down quick enough. So it sounds critical. I get it, it's Spurs, but, well, so what? We're there to... It's not a cup game, so... No, uh, I you think know. you kind of raised a good point, is that in parts... That game was there for the taking especially yeah. that opening 20 minutes and it's the thing that kind of frustrates me more than conceding the goals um, in sort of these well 11 games uh, this season the ones where we kind of dominated opening proceedings but we haven't taken any chances mm. you know no. if it, you, we've literally got nothing to show for it after a 20 minute yeah, spell yeah. and you know good teams are going to pull you apart I think first goal they followed the they followed one of the runners and just left Lamella. I think Johnny didn't have a particularly great game defensively. Yeah, you know, I think he he did struggle on that um, and on the second goal as well. You know, they all can't. You shouldn't be letting Lucas Moore, who's what five six five seven, when you've got yeah. three centre yeah. halves getting a free header on the six yard. I mean, he seemed box. to just be left to his own device. Yeah. Didn't he? It, it, it was stood completely still yeah, the entire it, time the ball was in the air. It felt like just a complete breakdown in kind of communication mm. in terms of who should be picking up who. Which is odd, given how defensively uh, resolute this side has been. Yeah. That- yeah. Sorry, Dave. and I, and I think as as Rich was referring to there. The frustration for me is spells in games. So, mm. you know, when you look at a, a set 20 minutes and you think, actually, in terms of where you'd be on par, you should be getting a goal. And we just didn't. We we really look frustrated. And you're right, Dave, in terms of, yes, we've kind of pride ourselves on the defence, on the unit. But the concern, and I know this, this may be discussed in a little bit more detail, is for me it just looked as... When the system works effectively, it's fantastic, it's a unit, everybody knows their job, but when we go a goal behind and perhaps there's been a defensive lapse, it's like, mm. what do we do now? And it's the yeah. elusive, is there a plan B? And we can go on to that. But I think, for me, you know, as an overview, it's not crisis time, but it is concerning. Yeah, I think we said it last week that this team has been bred to win in the sense of you get the first goal and they just seem to go from there. Then yeah. They've never been in a position really where they go yeah. behind and think, what do we do now? And it's almost like once that first goal goes in, it's a sense of, oh, right, okay, so how how do we cope with this? How do we come back? And because there's been games with Watford especially where it's coming quick succession, it's like, 
okay, so we're just going to keep doing this and just hope it works? Well, we, we only managed to get away with it against Everton because Neves had a wonder game. Mm. Yes. Yeah. He, he put in a worldly ball for Jimenez. He scored a fantastic free kick. Keeper maybe should have done better, but two bits of real quality. And when Neves and Matinho, when one of them don't have one of those world-class games, mm. we rarely win. I think it's pr- told you know, quite a bit that in the last three games... That in that middle of the park, we've been up against three slash five man midfields. Mm-hmm. How, if you want to look at it, and we have got two in there who aren't. They're not commanding. They're, no, they're, they're, they're not. They're not. Fi- they're not physically dominating. And no. to be fair, Matinho's great in a tackle, and so's Nevers. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah. no, it's not saying we're going to shirk a tackle, but you know, spec. I know it's a few weeks ago now, but you look at like the Watford midfield of Decore and Capoue, just. Size-wise, they've got it on them. You've thrown mm. another body in there as well. It's tough. Last night, I know uh, Dembele went off after five minutes. They've still got Sissoko. Sissoko, Sissoko's twice as good as so, No, but he's so much bigger than them. Yeah. You've got Harry Winks mm. next to him as well. And um, and you've got Lamella sort of floating. That It's just too, too many bodies for those two players to dictate. I, I've kind of found. So what you're crying um, out for... It's Dendonka. Well, mm, well. I mean, if it, I, I, I can't kind of understand where Nuno's been coming from. We're saying, listen, this is the only way we play. This is how we set out. We, I don't go out to draw games, which I admire, but there is like a level of pragmatism that's got to come through. Surely, mm. for you know, we can't play the same against every opposition. They won't you know. play the same against every opposition. No, and and, and yeah. opposition haven't been. Like playing with, you know, they've tweaked their styles for us, and it's a game of cat and mouse, it's a game of chess, but we've kind of got a rise to that, or we've just simply got to be better. Because, uh, yeah. you know, I. And not, if you do keep playing the same side and the same style every week, surely teams are going to be able to easily figure out what to do. And if you don't. Have we been found out? Somebody made a point to me the other day saying that, you know, yes, at the start of the season when we said we'd broken the record for, you know, the most, you know, the unchanged side for the most games. But then if you look at it at a negative point of view, you look at it and go, well, does that mean you haven't got the depth to do anything else? Well, you could say that, but at the same time, Leicester won the league with the least amount of changes to the team of all time. I mean, in the league, if you've got if you've got the quality and you've got the the, the, the system, <laughs> then I think there's an argument. Yes, perhaps you know people were saying at the start of the season, oh, it's a bit of a novelty factor with us, and I didn't buy into that. I just thought we've got a system, we got well drilled, everybody knows their job, and that is as Jake was saying, a good recipe for a, a lot of size. I think as Rich referred to there in both the Watford and the Tottenham game, having those two in terms of Matinho and Neves being overrun. Ultimately, you're not going to get any protection from Costa. You're not going to get any no. protection from Cav. So the idea that Jake's mooted of having a Didonka either stepping up from defence and kind of having more of a close relationship between your centre-house or your free mm. and the middle two for that protection or having a sitting role. And we'll perhaps touch on this a little bit later on, but, you know, the Gibbs-White, role was pivotal when he came on the other day in, in the fact that he allowed Neves to, to have that that freedom and that, that worked well whereas Matinho and Neves whilst they're fantastic footballers and I still wouldn't drop either of them by the way for certain games then they perhaps but need that protection to, to enable them to mm. be more effective than they they're almost you know. a bit too lateral like they play next to each other which is great because it means you can keep the ball but 
sometimes like it does make it sort of harder to progress mm. into the next phase on the pitch. Well, they're almost that, so similar in some ways. Yeah, so. and yeah. What, actually, when Gibbs White came <laughs> on, it meant Nevers could drop five yards deeper, so he had more space on the ball, and it meant Gibbs White could kind of push five yards further forward. And mm. to be honest, when Gibbs White came on, it kind of could have gone one of two ways. And actually, yeah. he could have had a stinker, and he could have been chasing <laughs> shadows for 30 minutes and... Uh, we were, almost wouldn't have talked about it. We'd have just been like, "Yeah, he came on. He was a young pair of legs." But my word, did he? Did he change that game. I want to. I want to kind of. I don't want to talk too much in terms of depressing notes on no, this game. The point I was going to say is, like, performance-wise, at least it was still there. At least you could see at times and elements mm. it was still there. And there's been a lot of good pieces recently which talk about the stats say that you know it's still working for Wolves and Wolves are still playing that way. My only concern with the stats is you can't always hide hide behind the stats. Mm. You can't you know you can't have you can't I, I, you know hopefully this won't happen. But Wolves can't go another two or three games where they don't get pick up any points. But we've played well because ultimately. Points matter. You can't. Just, that's my only that's concern going end, forward. At the end of the day, there's been teams in our situation that have been playing good football but not getting results. And the worry is, I don't think this would happen. But we then we end up bringing in an Allardyce at the end of the season mm. because we yeah. have to. Yeah. I mean, and we've got the quality to win games. And if it continues, I mean, it's been three games. It's not time to panic. <laughs> you but, no. You're catastrophizing yeah. a bit. Yeah. Are we <laughs> saying worst case scenario? <laughs> no, I've, I don't you, want that. Yeah, you're right. It's the old adage is that um, the best teams win when they're playing badly, mm. and the worst teams lose when they play well. And it's kind of well. At what point does that kind of cross the line? I think for us. Yes, I think we've been found out a bit, but personally for me, it's less the central players who have been found wanting. I think mm. the spine of our team, you know, even when we talk about Matino and Nevis, actually have been playing pretty solid. It's the wide players who have yeah. been letting I us down. I completely for two, agree. you know, For I, players I, who where we rely on goals from them last season well, and they haven't... He, I, yeah. I, I really rate Jimenez. And actually, when he gets on the ball, he usually... You know, he doesn't usually lose it and he passes it off. Yeah. But the two wide players play far too out wide. They don't get involved at the right point. I think Johnny's been poor the last few games, particularly at home. And I didn't think Doherty was particularly great on Saturday either. And actually, that's where the Wolves rhythm comes from, if we can really stretch out the pitch. And if we're not doing that, then it, it goes all a bit more inside, where it's a bit more congested. And we don't really have that the space to kind of operate. I think the issue with Johnny and Doherty recently is in the last few weeks they've both picked up goals, mm. and I think that is actually a detriment to our defence because they're both pushing too far forward. Yeah. In in the first goal, Johnny's out of position. Yeah. Not through attacking, but in I think it was the second or third goal. I think oh. Doherty's jogging back from the halfway. Doherty's on halfway. I don't know whether any of you saw the Leeds yeah. players. Oh, oh well, the yeah. Bielsa. Eight yeah. of yeah. them are sprinting back from a poor Douglas corner. So, <laughs> was it? It was a poor corner. I guess you can look at you can look at that both ways, though, because in the positive way, it's showing that defences have to cope with a numerous amount of threats. But I guess mm. like, your point probably is there that they because they've got the goals, you know, more reliant on them. Too far. And they're pushing too far forward, which yeah. means that defensively we have only got the three and yeah. you've got to remember Matt Doherty's a right back Johnny's a left back yes they're wing backs and it's nice to get them on Phrases the overlap back. but they're there to help the yeah. forwards that should be creating the chances and scoring yeah. them Costa should have scored Troy oh, didn't put a good ball in 
for the entire time that he was mm, on, and yeah. that's the only reason he's been put on. I completely agree with you that Jimenez is a very good player. He's been involved in right. 63% of our goals this season. Little stat there. I was going to say. Yeah. That, 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 it's not wow. even got a notepad yeah. with him and he's pulling out. Not, not even 66%, Dave. It's not even like a two and three. 63. And 100%, 100% of the time I'm impressed with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the problem uh, we've had. And Cav as well. I can't, I can't, I I can't think of anything Cav did on Saturday. He was no. awful. And he, he, he deserved his start yeah. because I think he's looked good from the bench. Yeah. Um, and I think. Joss has been out of form, as as, as we know, and and you know that, that was that's been documented. But no, I, I think the thing is, from those areas, we, we've we've struggled, and, and when we look at the goals, there have been set pieces, or there have been from a fullback, or there have been from Bolly. They've not well, it's quite clear they haven't come from those attacking areas, and mm. they're not really doing anything defensively. But as an overview, it it's still fine, and I still we will still finish in the top half. I've got no doubts about that. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I still think we'll that is the context here. Based based uh, on now, there are easily, and I can't believe I'm saying this sentence because we're eleventh, but there are easily three very worst teams oh, yes, in the league so far. You know, and I don't ever want it to come to the point that we'll stay up. There's only three worst yeah. teams. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. I we, think, and know. I think I have to agree with a lot of opinions out there that there's no time to panic. It's okay. It's a third defeat in the row, but I think it's just a bit uh, because of how well we've played before, yeah. and now all of a sudden we're on a blip. And you need to see the side show that they can recover from that, yeah. that because they've not had that real experience I, under Nuno. I think sort of things even them even themselves out. And you look at it, and we have played. Man City, Man United, Spurs. You know, we've played some pretty decent teams so far. And we've got Arsenal Saturday. Picking up two points from those three games at the start you'd, of the season, you'd have taken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll have played, in theory, after Saturday, we'll have played 16, no, 12 games. Yeah, 12, 12 games. Yeah. 12 games, of which four of them will be from the top six teams. And we've picked and, up and points. We'll, and most, we will have yeah. ele- we'll have at least 11 points. But the issue, I mean, no, sorry, we, but te- you but know teams, what I mean. 15 but, yeah, <laughs> but teams, I'm still, I'm, I'm confusing eleven and fifteen. That's where we go wrong, guys. But sorry. Teams that we should be turning over, we're losing one 0 too because we're not getting the goals. It's, because I, 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 but we have beaten those teams one year, Burnley say, or yeah, yeah. even South. So, yeah. so, you know, we we yeah. beat Palace but, away from home, but we lose it to Watford at home. Ultimately, I think I see what ultimately the majority of the teams that we should be picking points up against this season so far, we have picked up the, the maximum mm. points mm. really. And that was the key thing. And I think we've said before on the podcast a few times that we're gonna be games this season against teams we would expect to win and we'd lose. Mm. But there's Just, also gonna be teams that we beat that we don't expect to, like this Saturday coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's I mean, try and get some other negative bits out of the way. It, it, it's really weird, but like one of my biggest criticisms of Nuno, it sounds like I'm, I'm digging at him a lot. I said, you know, he's a goalkeeper, so he can't be a manager. But I've always thought he's not been great at turning a game. And I've always thought, actually, when we are losing, it's either yeah. not the options on the bench or he doesn't make them at the right I think, time. I don't I know. Think I disagree with that. I don't know. I think yeah. we said it. Yeah. We kind of said it last week. He almost has a set plan. We'll start with his team, this person sub, this person, yeah. this person. Done. I still but, think he's reactive. I mean, you know, for example, I, I last year say, at half time he'll he'll make a double sub or mm. you know uh, he'll change a wing back or you know. So, well, I was going to say to answer you to your first one, Dave. If it is formulaic, that's not always going to end up nicely because it's you know everyone's got a plan in boxing until they get hit in the face <laughs> and it just can't go out. It goes yeah, out the yeah, window yeah, like you know you you two nil down after thirty minutes. You can't make the same changes. 
But I thought on Saturday, he got his subs exactly right. Yeah. So he brought yeah. on some more legs in the middle and he brought an almost another holding player up front just to kind of keep the ball a bit more, which we weren't kind of doing on the flanks we, with Bonatini. Would you agree that Bonatini was a good substitution then? Not to be because negativity no, back. Well, no, this has been that, this, this has been, been a lot yeah. of negativity. There's been a, well, there's been a bit of floating about us I mean, saying that actually he did a decent job when he came on he and did? he was the scapegoat. But I know there's been mixed views the, the, on the, that. The thing with the thing was he was key, not key, but he was involved in both the goals to what yeah. extent he was involved by making runs, making passes, mm. but. Other than that, when he got the ball, he lost it a lot. Mm. And that's the frustration for Wolves fans. Is unless he's scoring goals, if you're a striker, or getting direct assists, which mm. you're not going to get in a penalty, the fans are going to get on your back. Mm. Because he did lose the ball a lot, and I was getting frustrated with him. But looking back on it, he did actually do quite a lot towards mm. the goals. But yeah. that's the difficulty in the game. People mm. are going to get on the back of it. I think if you take... Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, I was exactly the same. You know, When he trod on the ball in the penalty box and fell over... That was a bad pass. Looking back at it, it was yeah. a bad pass to him. I think if you take, it's one of those, if you take the emotion out of it, yeah. and I bet, and I don't know, maybe if you watch it on TV, or if you even are not a Wolves fan, you'll have said, gone, yeah, he had a good game. He linked up the play, he chased the ball, he, you know, he punished uh, Trippier for a couple of really silly um, well, bits it, of laps defending. Out of position as yeah. well. You know, he's a striker, playing left wing. We look at it and go, well, he hasn't got a shot off at all that half. He's giving the ball away, he's sloppy a couple of times, and he looks like he runs in treacle. I think he's <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, it's, it's, it, but it made the difference for the formation, and you know, however good I think Gibbs White did an impact on the game, I can't not argue that Bonatini must have had a bit of an impact as well. So do you think the way we ended with two strikers, three midfielders could work? Where we play a five-three-two, almost. Yeah, I'd be tempted just to try it. What? Well, let's well, talk. About I was going to say, I'll pre- let's leave I'll, it for I'll, Arsenal. I'll hold off my lineup until <laughs> Arsenal. Okay. Let's just get some of the negative bits out of the way. Jimenez is <laughs> right. Let's get it done. Yeah. Jimenez is dislow goal. Wasn't. Annoying. It obviously wasn't a dislow goal. I said something. Really... You saw what I said in the chat. I'd stick by it. <laughs> I, I, I said something really, really daft at half time, and I was a bit annoyed. And I, I, because I, I don't like blaming officials. To be fair, and I said that well, the fact that that goal's been given um, offside, and I, I'm South Bank, so I didn't really see it. I was like, you know, I, don't, I haven't, I haven't oh, seen. I'm North Bank, so it definitely wasn't offside. Oh yeah, I've seen. <laughs> oh, I've seen the replay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but actually, the fact we weren't, the fact that we were losing by two goals wasn't through that mistake. I was not saying that at full time though, because. It wasn't even close, mm. and no, I, I'm trying to work out what he's flagged. No, like, I, I mean, I, I, I've watched it too many times, like a sad amount of times. Yeah. Like you would feel sorry for me. <laughs> I mean, the, the and pl- they, I can't, I can't see what he's. It's seen. like oh, when it's like when Caden passes Sterling. You're yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. Are you doing? Like, if you I, pass I to Sterling, we win the World Cup, <laughs> and summer does not end. <laughs> it is your yeah. fault. I, all I can think of is the fact the left back pushed, took a step forward, but. There's still three other players playing him on side. There's daylight between them when it's passed. And Dozy's fast, but he's not that quick that he's blurred his vision. (laughs) He's Uh, not the flash. Let's talk about uh, (laughs) Costa's miss in the second half. Oh, oh, that was painful. it was more. I was. I was Did frustrated it? because it would have given Gibbs White what he deserved. Yeah, I was going to say an, an assist. An England, come away from an England cap. Well, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he's already been called up at this point. Yeah, yeah. 
Before Grealish as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. But the, the thing is, it was a great pass. No one else on the pitch saw it. And mm. I don't know if you've seen the replay of how frustrated he is that Costa missed. Oh yeah, he was furious. He was absolutely furious. <laughs> and I love that. He's an eighteen year old lad that's furious. Yeah. Uh, he's come into the team and he's furious at one of the players yeah. that's been one I mean, of the wolves here. Like Liverpool last year. Yeah. Costa was the hero. Yeah. Absolutely but well, Costa and Andy Vyman. <laughs> um, were the heroes or was it the year before no it was well, it was at the start was of 2017 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and he's coming to the team and I really respect the fact that he's getting well, on Costa's back because he should have scored well, I think that's what makes Gibbs White potentially stand out from a lot of other youngsters is the fact that you know uh, when he made his debut against Stoke first thing he did was going for a big 50-50 with Glenn mm. Johnson yeah. and he doesn't have that fear I remember reading it must have been end of season uh, in like program when he won the Young Player Award, that he was playing in a year above. Um, I think it was like he was playing for the under seventies, under seventeens when he was only sixteen. Um, they had all the ma- they played all the matches at the same time in the youth leagues. Someone else got sent off. Like I think it was the goalie, so they had to sub him off after like twenty minutes, and he was a bit annoyed. Walked over to the under-16s one where he was allowed to play. They subbed him on after like 20 minutes and he scored twice or something or brought him back. <laughs> or like, it was like 2-0 two, two, no down and they came back to 3-2 because he loves it. Yeah, he, and just loves, that, he, he looks like a boy that loves football. Like, and I don't know if you watch Match of the Day, but it's so oh, nice to mm. lose 3-2 and them say nothing about Tottenham and yeah. just Morgan Gibbs. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no breakdown of our defending. It was, yeah, this boy's pretty good, yeah. isn't he? Oh, he's special. But, it, there it, was a point where I was like, guys, stop talking about it. People yeah. are going to realise he's actually quite quite good here we want to keep him yeah, I think what talking more about Gibbs White and what was good about his cameo on Saturday is how comfortable he looked oh, it yeah. didn't look like a kid who just kind of um, was playing above his means in the Premier League like you know going back a bit you know remember when David Davis came back oh yeah and he, because we were doing so badly he just did seem like the star but he just already looked like a player who'd already been in that team yeah. playing every single week I mean Gibbs White is an interesting one because he has looked good but Let's not forget, you know, earlier in the season when we had the cup game, mm. he didn't show up and he didn't perform to the level in which we expected of him. So it was a very good cameo. He did look composed. He looked relaxed. The vision that he's shown, it, it looked like a coming of age performance mm. from Gibbs White. Um, he's eighteen. Yeah. Remember, yeah. he's, he's got at least another eight years before he even thinks about hitting his prime as yeah. a centre midfielder, and he's been played. What's difficult for him? He's been played at left left midfield, right midfield. He's been played at number ten. He's been mm. played at centre midfield. His best position is centre midfield in the yeah. like mm. formation we've got now. But it's trying to fit him in. So, do you think plays. with Gibbs White and I had a similar thought to uh, you, Hoops, that whenever I've seen him start, he's not always impressed. But do you think it's because he's always playing with a second string, like you know where? Well, who's it, I mean, he's playing with Sice as the centre midfielder. I was going to say, do you remember when, like, I'm sure he started against Sunderland last game of the season, and that was a very makeshift team. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen him playing a few cup games, and obviously that's all. Did he a play against different. Man City last? I don't think he did. Ronan did. did Not in what well, in the away in the, the, the club. I don't think he did. No. no. But I, think I don't think he did. I mean, it might be one of those where, to be honest, I reckon if I'd played alongside Nevers, I'd look okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it helps. Yeah. But, you I, know. I think it helps having Nevers and Matinho around as well. It's probably made him yeah. a better player. Uh, but, He's, I mean, the, the pass for Costa, I, 
it was, it was no one saw it I just I, thought that's a absolutely I, terrible pass and then Costa latched onto it and I well thought, no because I mean, the weird one for me is I don't know it was the way he shaped his body <laughs> and everyone everyone in the South Bank started to lean to the right because they thought he was going to pass to Johnny yeah. and so did all the players and yeah. just it just slid through so I watched it back on match for day bearing in mind about two hours before I'd seen him do it in person and still so was like no, wait, how, when did that happen? Yeah. Oh. So does this mean that all the, the Cody Bennett pressure they had for England now, we lift that off them and we, we put it all on the shoulders on a young, of the 18-year-old boy? Yeah. <laughs> yes, David. Oh, if he's not in that <laughs> squad for America, we'll kick off. I mean, I mean, Southgate does like the younger younger players uh, at the moment. If he gets no more excuse. Minutes, apart no from, excuse um, this time. Rooney. Mr. Rooney. <laughs> Which, no comment. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, Mike Dean, gentlemen, because it was always nice when you see <sighs> Mike Dean. Tottenham fan Mike Dean. When we see uh, Mike Dean, uh, he's doing the Wolves games. But what do people think of his performance? Because, I mean, in the game, people were like, oh, it was terrible. Then post-game... A lot of comments I saw were actually, if you look at it, above the 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 send, not sending off the the disallowed goal, which is more the linesman. He was actually an okay decent performance. Referees aren't usually that bad. I don't want to be wrong to say it, but guys, they, no. In, they the, in the game, you always he, get on the back of the ref when you yeah. don't get a decision. Because, but the thing is, eighty percent of the North Bank could see, oh, that's probably a foul, but I'm still going to call the ref. Yeah. What I'm going to call the ref because it's against Wolves. Mm. I can't you think just of do it because it's. We, think... We've had worse referees, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you think about it, the crucial things he's got right. He's got the two penalty calls right. It... The only one he missed was the one outside of the box, which we had second half. In the yeah. context of it, I thought the previous weeks we, we probably had a worse refereeing performance where it's stop, start, stop, start. I think the game flowed. Mm. So mm. Yeah, I was going to say, fine. I think he. It's a weird one because he's got this kind of. I was going to say. I... Aura about it. He's got this bit of a character bit about his personality. Mm. But actually, looking back, I think he controlled the game quite well. Mm. And it could have been really easy for Wolves fans to, as soon as it went to 3 2, every decision. And it kind of didn't feel like that. No. You know, I mean, at that point, the Wolves fans weren't concentrating on the referee, and they were concentrating on yeah. please just score. It was yeah. that was it all and it, shift. Yeah, and if, if if a decision went like you said, if a decision went against Wolves, even if it was justified, the fan everyone would be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Yeah. You know, because was, I mean, as well as the fact that we were one nil, two nil, three nil down at different stages, mm. and you just sort of lashing out your frustrations on someone, something, and it was it was the ref. I mean, and I was looking at, we talked about Spurs before for the taking, because I was looking at the, the game overall, about the goals and Kane's chance in the first half, which Patricia saved. I don't think they really caused threat, which is odd to say that they scored 3 0, and yeah. but really, also, I don't know how I much know. of a threat. I, I, I said earlier, I think, yes, okay, in terms of you look at the stats and, you know, the possession and so forth, but. Maybe they didn't cause so much of a threat, but I just felt that we looked just shaky mm. at the back. I really did. Um, and I think it was the two goals in quick succession that hurt us. And, you know, we've had that in recent times. So perhaps not, but um, I just thought we looked a little bit vulnerable. I think we touched on it earlier. I thought Doherty and Johnny didn't have particularly great games. I thought Benny didn't have a great game either, to be honest. Cody and Bolly, yes, excellent, but yeah. Little bit, little bit concerned with that defensive performance. I think uh, we talked about uh, Neverson Martinez before. I thought Martinez played actually all right first half. I thought he he broke the play well. He tried to put it forward. But the, the problem is when you're playing against three midfielders of you know the quality that Tottenham had. I mean, Winks isn't proven quality yet, but you know 
you're playing against three. When they're getting overrun in midfield, they're not going to have the best games of their lives. Mm. And that's the issue. I, like I said earlier, when Neves and Moutinho don't have a great game, we rarely win. Because mm. they're what everything in the team goes through. Because if Neves is getting marked off the ball because they've got the extra man to do that, he can't make the passes. It's got to be Connor Cody to do it. It's normally a big raking pass to Doherty who's got to try and do something with it. And, and it's, most of the, the time, he's going to be isolated because yeah. of the type of ball it is. Yeah. Um, so, say, side note on Neves and kind of Jimenez, great penalties. Great yeah, penalties. Right, okay, when, when, Neves' when, first touch in the box this oh, season. I, I, I it, it's going to be his first, up. it'll be his first Wolves guy who scored in the box. Oh, yeah. I'm just Because, like, he, he's been dreadful at pens from what I've seen because he missed yeah, the one he hit at the post in one pre-season, I think. Yeah. And, you know, he, he missed for one at um, Sheffield United last season. Like, where was he last year at Bramall Lane doing that? Jimenez has got 19 penalties out of 20 on Football Manager. Ooh. 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 I did like... Stat I, for you. To be fair, when... <laughs> that could be my thing every week. <laughs> Send it the Football Manager stats. Bring a stat. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good chat. Good chat, guys. <laughs> was there any other... Before we round up Spurs, gentlemen, was there any other uh, good or bad performances from the weekend? I, I feel like Bennett could do with just a rest just try something different you know, yeah. I actually I actually like the guy um, probably a really nice bloke um, <laughs> <laughs> on a personal yeah, level <laughs> but I mean guitar player. Bla- black, black boots always tucks his shirt in I've got a lot of respect for that um, doesn't wear gloves doesn't mess about but I just we've spent £12 million on a Belgium international ball playing centre back and he's not playing mm. And again, you can look at that in two ways. You can, you know, before the break, you could have gone, well, look, that just shows you how good our side is at the minute. And now with the recent results, you go, well, why aren't we playing you? It's, yeah. I, it's, I don't know whether Nuno sees him as a midfielder or mm. a centre-back or, or, or what, because he's played in both positions for... I mean, I, I, I never for one minute thought at the start of the season that we'd get a, a full season of Ryan Bennett in the Premier League. <laughs> no. And I, and I mean, it was I'm great surprised we, to be fair, I'm surprised yeah. we've got 11 games, yeah. to be honest, in a row. Yeah. I mean, was, we, um, we, we had at the start of the season, and I was on the pod, and, and a couple of people were saying Bennett for England and stuff. And he was playing well, but... <laughs> Genuinely, no. Ryan's gonna, Ryan's gonna bring our dreams down. It's, you know, I, 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 per personal opinion, I think Courtney House is a better defender than him, and and, and Didonka, we don't know as yet. You know, controversial shout. Big statement. Who's the best DJ? Yeah. Um. So I, I think you know we'll we'll talk on the 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 team for Arsenal, but yeah, I think. Bennett would certainly be a casualty, which I know people will disagree mm. with, and that's fine. Yeah. And uh, before we wrap up, so I do want to say I thought the remembrance parts of the game oh. beforehand were done very well by the club in terms of the final, the, the final post and the spotlight oh, and, and all that. I, thought, yeah, I think it was um, really, really good. I think the, the club should be applauded for that. Yeah. The first, the, the one thing that confused me is that. It was all great, but before that, there was sort of a two minutes where think, no one understood what was going on. I think before from, the players came out, yeah. it was all a bit silent. There was a bit of unruliness in the Tottenham end, and no one could actually work out what was I happening. I kind of interpreted that they wanted to almost have a moment silent for Leicester. Yeah, but they didn't actually. They didn't say, say anything. It. I think. Yeah. I think it all. It's all, all got bundled in, and I, 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 it it was very well done. I've, yeah, but the sort of. Left, leaving everyone in limbo it, it was weird a lot of I, issues I think a lot of people cottoned on quite quickly that it, it's a time to be silent yeah when no one is, when the whole everyone on the pitch is silent and not moving yeah do it yourself yeah Just, I, mean, I mean in terms of making it atmospheric my, my word and you say the, the spotlight the new lights that kind of dim down mm. 
it was a shame about the the new light show thing. Oh, don't get me started on half time when we're three 0 down and they do a light show. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's move swiftly. I mean, on it, the negativity it was, from it was that. a shame because um, I actually sit on um, well, fan experience things and they were talking about it and it was like this is gonna be great. And it the idea been... was they were gonna do it this game and then just with everything surrounding it, it they just could not. I don't know why. In hindsight, they should have just not done it. Before the game, but, or bef- not that game, but before the next game, it would be brilliant. Yeah. The next night game, Imagine brilliant. But half time when you're three nil down to do a two, light show, well, two nil, but you know, it's well, still, I, I two get it. Nil, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, two nil down is is not ideal. Yeah, really. And let's leave the negativity there. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're going to talk. But more. it was a great light show. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk more about Arsenal and the usual Twitter corner after this. Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over $500 on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com slash save 500 and get hugged. Welcome back to the show, and we're going to talk Arsenal a second, gentlemen. And uh, is this the moment, gentlemen, where the streak is broken? The streak being three games. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Well, well it's, it's, long... still, it's, it's still an undefeated streak, isn't it? Of twelve. At yeah, the for Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, not twelve. Can't be twelve. Or is that in all games? It must be it in all games. games. Yeah, well, I don't they've got a streak, can, yeah. and it's there to be broken, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last three game, last five games. Uh, for Arsenal, thanks to Gully for uh, sending over the preview for us this week. Uh, the the one uh, against Watford, Fulham, and Leicester, but drew the last two with uh, Palace and Liverpool. Um, great going forward, but a bit sloppy at the back. Uh, back, but they've got uh, plenty of goals and flair. Lacazette, Ozil, Ambaranga, Mikatarian. Obviously, all that story is about Ramsey not signing a new deal, which is interesting as well. Uh, Gully notes that uh, Torreira had some bite in midfield, uh, but. They've got an issue with, with Czech and Lino, who made a mistake at the weekend as well. Um, are, this, are these aside, gentlemen, that, like Spurs, there could be a, a possibility here? Every team we play this season are there for the taking because we could beat any team in this league. On our day, we defend well, we attack well, we'll beat a team. Like Arsenal or Man United or Man City. I was going to say, the small hope is that Wolves start games very strongly, even if we don't score. And Arsenal have been really slow to get into mm. games. They, they seem to peak about the 60th minute and then just hit fifth gear from there. So the, the my my only hope is on Sunday that like we actually start like we have done against Spurs and take a chance. actually score a goal. Yeah. And then, like, well... Just, just sit grind on it. Yeah. it. Ow! Yeah. Like that. There was yeah. like put Dendonka on. Yeah, and just then straight then, away. Yeah. bring Shice on. Yeah, for, just everyone. Horse on for Jimenez. It'll yeah. be fine, guys. That game was it. That game in the Premier League last time <laughs> when we drew one all round just after Christmas. Yeah, and we basically defended for our lives for sixty minutes. And Hennessy had a world of a game that Millions got sent right. off. Oh. Yeah. I was just, just I, like, I, do you know what, Rich? I was just had that in my head of that image <laughs> the and on social media that you yeah. the tackle and then was it was a Keo couldn't keep the ball up top, was it that guy? That sounds familiar. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and McCarthy yeah. did that press conference and he afterwards. He had a photo, yeah. didn't he? He had, a, he had yeah, it was the press one where he got a projected, didn't he? Yeah. And was replaying the, the, the Emilias ending off and why he shouldn't have been. Um, it's on Sunday, it's a half four kickoff with Strange. It's not a super Sunday, but I presume it's that because of the Europa League fixtures yeah, in the days, week yeah. for, for Arsenal this yeah. week. Now, we've talked about it in the Spurs bit, gentlemen, but is it time? that Nuno changes it up or do you think he should keep it as it is before we go into the break? I feel like stick with the formation and stick with the way we play. Just give it one more chance but I think maybe freshen up the team. Okay. Um, I think stick with the 5-2-3 for now. If it doesn't go well in the game, change it in the game, see how it goes. But I think start the game how we've been starting games for the last 18 months. Maybe what we spoke about, bet it for Dendonka, mm. just throw him in, see how he gets on. I wouldn't throw Morgan Gibbs-White in from the start because I think he's a better impact player. Yeah, because yeah. people have been calling I, for that. Oh, yeah. the and I think our winger, I think the issue is we've got four wingers that are great off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got to start two of them. So it's whoever's better off the bench doesn't start. Hmm. Adama, I, don't, I don't think I think is better off the bench. I don't yeah, think yeah, I yeah. don't think he'll start Traore chiefly. I think he'll start Costa Cav. I think yeah. Yeah. he's known them for longer. He, I think Costa and Cav are probably our best two defensively as well. Hmm. When Adama comes on, he's wasted. Defend yeah. going back, mm. he comes on when we need a goal, or you need Troyer on where if if Wolves are in a position <laughs> where they could get a result at the weekend, like West Ham, yeah. And mm. Arsenal throwing everything at Wolves, mm-hmm. and Wolves nick it, lump it up. Troyer, you go yeah. get that ball and it, stretch it out. Right yeah. If Arsenal are looking any way frustrated, like if it's nil nil or even like one nil with 75 to go, like Troyer's got to be a bank to come on because. He'll just frustrate people, and if you're kind of wanting to get forward but can't, he'll be you know he'll be the, impossible. The to ideal stop. scenario is it's nil nil, seventy minutes in. Arsenal have got a bit of a left back crisis anyway. Yeah, that Kalasinac isn't looking great. Monreal's injured. Mm. I think Troyore could absolutely tear him a new yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> so why is they're sticking in the uh, young lad whose name I can never? It's one of the double barrelled names that they've got at Arsenal. Maitland Niles. Yeah, I think it might be Nate. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. The the only change I would probably add to um, Didonka for, for for Bennett would I, I would probably go with Vinagre over Johnny as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's earned his chance, and I think he's got an opportunity against an Arsenal side. I think he'd relish that. Um, I agree. I wouldn't go with the clamour of bringing in Gibbs White just yet because. I think ultimately I wouldn't drop Neves or Martinho at this stage. And I don't think Gibbs White potentially would lean himself to a Costa or Cav type role. So uh, as it stands currently, those would be the two changes mm. that I'd make. What do we think of uh, Arsenal so far this season, uh, Unai Good Emery? Side. Because they've done really well. Um, they've seemed to have brought back some of that um, pride, I think. Arsenal mm. had been lacking over the last yeah but really years. this is the thing they, it, it's the thing is Arsenal makes me laugh it's like they've been in, you know for their fans it's been absolutely terrible what finishing in the top five for how many years <laughs> you know they, they, and, 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 and that's what really makes me laugh when we've been to Helen back and you've got clubs you know gone down the leagues like Portsmouth and Leeds and then you hear Arsenal fans who've been subject to very good football by Wenger and, and you know, winning co- competitions and, you know, competing at the top level of football. And then it and then it's like, oh, wow, now it's amazing. It's like, well, actually, it hasn't been too bad really for you. And oh, don't, let's not forget the Invincibles the season that you had and, and so forth. However, they needed a change in the guard. Emery seems a, a very good manager. They look a good side. Uh, they'll probably finish in the top four. But... Um, 
Stuff standard, oh, yeah. standard yeah. Arsenal. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, but, might have a decent yeah. cup yeah. run and get knocked out. Because they had that, that goal um, against Leicester, the one that got shared away, oh, it was right yeah. from the back. If you had said that was from two years ago under Wenger, you wouldn't have thought of any different. No, because I remember it was, seeing, do you remember that goal they scored against, I think Wiltshire scored against Norwich? Yes. Oh, the, one of the best goals I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, that. I mean, I bet it was like five years ago now, I've said it out loud, but it wasn't that long ago. Mm. Like, you know, they were still producing really, moments. I mean, Santi Zola still had an ankle, so he yeah. was playing. <laughs> I remember, yeah, um, I remember that goal. I, I like the uh, Uruguayan midfielder mm. they've got Terrera. like he's what they've been crying out for for years just yeah. someone with a bit of bite who can get the ball nip it off and but pass can it actually win the ball rather than Jacker who can just hack people yeah I mean <laughs> and then I, play it left back I've <laughs> never I was trying to work out I don't think I've ever properly watched Jacker play I've only ever seen him score goals or get sent off get sent off yeah, yeah. like that's all I that's think he does that's his game though isn't it like but that's what he, Sice wishes he but could I mean, do <laughs> <laughs> he can just do one of those things well, yeah. <laughs> But like with Shaq, like I was always under the impression that he was supposed to like be a bit more of an attacking playmaker, and then because he's built like a tank, yeah. they just say, "Oh, you've got to be a defensive midfielder, haven't you?" And yeah. learn he just cannot tackle. Um, They're a better side than last year, aren't they? Yeah. You know, Lacazette was a great signing for them as well. But um, I'd, 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 yeah, I'd think a draw would be nice. Yeah, I, I think we'd all draw Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to say in terms of Wolves, I think the only thing I'd quite like to see is I'd like to see Cav start on the right wing because I think you last season on the left. Yeah, just because I think Cav last season played far better on the right, and actually he partnered up better with Doherty than I've ever seen Costa do with Doherty. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I they, know they, they can sw- they switch about a bit, but not an awful <clears throat> amount. P- I mean, pure football should say that a left-footed right midfielder and a right back should work really well because the left foot is always going to come inside, yeah. and Doherty is going to come on the outside. But Costa always does the same thing, where it's very obvious he's left-footed and he needs to come onto his left foot, but he'll shape that way and go. He'll shape to his right to the listeners. He'll shape to his <laughs> right and then go left onto his right foot, and his right foot's not bad. No. But it's not his strong foot, and that's not where he's going to get the best balls in, where we're going to score the goals. No, I think it's particularly... I mean, it depends who we start on at wing-back. You know, I, you know, I think the idea of starting Vinagra seems a pretty sound one. I think it's deserved. But I think when you've got two right-footers on... The, particularly when we had Jota playing, to be fair. Mm. When you had Jota and Johnny on the left, and then, you know, you have Traore or you know, whoever on, and Doc or whatever. And like, we end up... We, naturally you just come a bit more inside and I don't think we miss Douglas <laughs> but I think having someone who is naturally left footed opens up that pitch and I think having Costa on that side would hopefully do that and hopefully bring the best out of Johnny again as well, well there's, uh, Johnny has scored a goal but there's been chances he's had that I've seen if he was left footed he'd have scored yeah. which frustrates me it's almost because like cause it, that's where the ball will come to you yeah. when you're there it's almost like he's rattled from playing England yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait is that what Kane did to him <laughs> right let's do <laughs> we'll do the dance quiz in a second but let's do predictions at the weekend it's Tuesday night how are you feeling you've still got a few days to go Arsenal versus Wolves can they pick up some points for the break or will we be sobbing into our hands on the thought of four consecutive defeats in a row Jake what are you thinking oh Rye's gone for a cough <laughs> it's too much for him it's too Get much emotional. <laughs> what are you thinking 1-0 2 yes oh <laughs> 2 Arsenal 
I think one and either way. I think it will be cagey, and I think dependent on subs in the seventieth minute, it will. It could be. I think it'll be a West Ham or they nick it in the last minute. I think if they nick it in the last minute, that's when things start to go a bit awry. Because you know, not not for the whole season being in turmoil, but I just think that's where people need to start thinking. Oh, might be in a I bit f- of trouble. I was gonna say. I think it, the only sort of positive note even if we lose on Sunday we have got an international break yeah, <coughs> yeah. I mean most of the players are going off but it's still a bit it gives a... us a chance it gives Nuno a chance to just actually do yeah. what he keeps saying he's going to do and have a look and well, think, think, every week well, we, we played, well we played Watford after the international break and look what they turned out to do and what they've done mm. since and did look we what have more international because <coughs> a lot of a lot of that I mean Before, but, Dale Lefeu I don't think got in the Spain squad no. I don't think Pereira got in the I think he's Uruguayan I don't think he got in the Uruguayan squad their mm. strikers was Isaac success well Will Hughes wouldn't have gone up for England yeah. no so I mean they they had and we I mean we've got a lot of players that go for the under 21 and I think it was the first time we had so many first team players go on the yeah. international yeah. break as well Rai what are you thinking? You, my my what, what, are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? What's your cough thinking? Um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I said the draw, didn't I, a moment ago? So, um, <clears throat> <laughs> quickly, just yeah. I'm going to go one more. One more. Okay. Yeah. Rich. Uh, nil nil. Some water. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to do the ad in a sec, Roy. So you go get water. <laughs> Um, so you're saying what nil nil? Yeah, I'll go nil nil. I think that we. Who's might... your man of the match in that nil nil? Oh, Patricio. <laughs> <laughs> Patricio or Bolly? Uh, I'm gonna say three nil Arsenal. Oh, I'm going no, back. I'm going Dave. back to negative day. Oh, going no. back to negative. Oh. That is, I'm sure, the first negative result I've predicted this season. Can you hand in a piece forty-five for a podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, at the moment, I can knowing how Arsenal play going forward. Mug us off. I just, I just think they might, they might mug us off slightly. And how vulnerable we've been, yeah. Anyway, we don't do the quiz in the centre, gentlemen, but it is the advert time. It's the glorious advert that we all look forward to listening to every week. I personally just skip to this bit, <laughs> then yeah. turn it off, and then I'm, I'm done for the week. And it's from our friends Pixel Yeti Media. If you're looking for a web design or your business needs a new logo or a bit of marketing, why don't you go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. They're not just web designers. They're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites, brochures, to signage, to marketing, logo, logo design and branding. So go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. They do very good doing. books, don't they? They do do very good books, yeah. They do, yeah. <laughs> Just, just an endorsement like. yeah. <laughs> right gentlemen shall we do the quiz God. yeah oh, oh, geez. the quiz that everybody <laughs> loves do you know what I'm under a bit of pressure on this one because my mate Steve who um, I car share with at work has said he's disappointed with the quality of the quiz not what? actually <laughs> actually I'm going to rephrase that um, the answers to the quiz he's, he's very um, complimentary about uh, little Dan's quiz but he feels like the scores haven't been yeah yeah, so I'm right. going there. Go, go, yeah, I mean, if it's anything from 2010 onwards, I'm okay. Anyway. <laughs> I was, yeah. So I'd like I to preemptively apologise. I know this friend. came up on yeah. the first podcast. From what year were you born in? Again, was it 96? 96. Yeah. Sorry, it's not right, is it? Really? <laughs> yeah. Can we a very quick? Great year. A very quick. Uh, it was a great year. Oh. A very quick. What happened in the? Uh, what we learnt in the WhatsApp group this week? Uh, somebody thinking that Dan was famous because famous people follow him on Twitter. 
I, I, I saw this, and I don't. I couldn't be bothered to question it. But who follows him? Who's famous? Dudley Knight, potentially someone from Wolverhampton. Uh, Tito. Yeah. Do you reckon Tito <laughs> follows <laughs> you? Yeah. Yeah. Check that. Dan, let us know. Let us know who yeah. follows you. Who's the most? Who's the most famous person who follows you? That wasn't just an outward to you three guys here. Just in general. Just let us know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, yeah. American Steve. Ah, oh, yeah, American yeah. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Or actually... what about Canadian slash American Joel? Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I find that bizarre that people in uh, the other side of the world listen to us yeah. and why they do. But thank you very much for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the quiz, gentlemen, it's Wolves versus oh, and Todd Arsenal. as well. If we're giving a shout out to our, our American. Listeners. Right, let's get the whole list out, shall we? There's three. Right, okay. Like us. Let's, let's do the quiz. It's the Wolves versus Arsenal quiz. We start with this one. In Arsenal's record breaking invincible season, three Wolves players, past, present, and future, scored against Arsenal. Name them. Name three in players. The... So, in Arsenal's record-breaking invincible season, three Wolves players, past, present, and future, scored against Arsenal. Name them. Robbie Kane. That's one there. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying you've, you've I, given that us was, one. That was the name I was going for. You can, um, you can use Robbie Kane, Paul Ince. Oh. And you know, no. I'm going to say uh, Dennis Irwin. Okay. Not What are you going to say, Roy? I'm thinking Alex Ray for Sunderland, but then he didn't score many goals. Um, in what year? So the invincible season. Uh, invincible season, yeah. So two, two thousand four ish. Two thousand three, 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 four. four. I was going to. Keane right. is a great show. Um, you are allowed to use Keane if you want. No, I use it, but we need we need the two of us, don't we? <laughs> Collectively, um, although we're competing. I don't know. Um, what I'm just you can have Keane because yeah. I probably know that the other. Well, I mean, are we we lost three one at home um, when we played them. So, so who scored. scored for us that day? I want to say it was maybe Alex Ray. I mean, I was eight, so I'll make sure. Mayor Cameron. If you all collectively, as a, I'm going to give you, I'm give gonna, you I'm as a group. I mean, Robbie, Robbie Keane seems a good I'll all fair. give you a point as a collective if you get the, if you put a three forward. I know Dan won't be happy with this, but I, I'm no, in charge we'll here. We'll cover a point. So, Robbie Keane. Um, Do you say future as well? Yes, past, present and future. Ooh. Are we being future? Hello, okay. So is, is there one of each? Well, yeah, the three, the three you've got to get. There's one past, one present, one. Uh, he ha- he hasn't future. suggested that. Okay. Oh, that's not. I idea. would presume so, but he's not okay. suggested that. Future. Oh. Two thousand three. Who would have played? Oh, you know, hang on, hang on. I'm I'm reading the answer. Ignore present. I don't know where he's got present from. As in, like now. Oh. I it assume, can't be anyone. Oh, I assume present was when. Into that, when oh, it, it could happened. be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Sorry, yeah, it could be then. Sorry, yeah. Ignore me once again. Edit. Because yeah, I was going to say future <laughs> Wolves player. How do we know who's going to be a Wolves player? In yeah, the <laughs> who's still playing from fifteen years yeah. ago? <laughs> right. All right. Um, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Doyle. Kevin Doyle. So you've submitted Robbie Keane, Kevin Doyle, Alex Ray, Alex Ray. Kevin oh. Doyle in 0304 would have been. He'd have been at Reading if that. Was he juggling? We bought him in 2007, 2008. I think he might be two years old. I, I, still been Ireland. A couple of years old. Yeah. Out of three, yeah. I can't believe he did this. It was one. It was Robbie Keane. Yes. So, Robbie Keane for Spurs. Vio Ganea. Vio Ganea for us at Molyneux. The other Spurs player, Antetum. Oh, of course. Yeah, there we I go. I had Rome Ricketts in my head. 
Mm. Uh, so question two. In the League Cup of that season, Arsenal beat Wolves 5-1 at Highbury. Ali Adier scored twice for Arsenal that night, but how many goals did he score for Wolves? God, I remember nice one loan. Yeah. Throw away question there from Dan. I- I'm just going to go five. Five from Roy. Seven. Seven. I had eight in my head. Don't. That's not just me trying to just up it. You know. <laughs> so you go for eight? Yeah. It was two. Oh, oh wow. Jesus two. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually, he his wife... He met when he was at Wolves. Yeah. I, I, I think have on the great boy. I didn't know where you're going there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. Uh, I thought this is unusual. Uh, have you ever heard Ali Adier speak? No. It is not anything like you'd imagine. I'll put it on the group later. I'll put it on Twitter as well if uh, anyone's interested. Right, next one. The last time Wolves played at the Emirates, we drew one all. Uh, Milias was sent off for a challenge on which Arsenal player? Who did Milias send off? So that one no, we who, t- who did he get sent off for? That's as it were. the one we were talking about earlier in great detail. But all, <laughs> but the, but the only image I I can see is a leg because that was <laughs> sort of McCarthy's um, Thomas Rosicky. Oh, I think it's going to be my shout. Yeah. Going for Rosicky, you can go for Rosicky. No, 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 it doesn't seem fair. No, it doesn't seem fair. <laughs> it's Rosicky or Arshavin. I'm just feeling it's someone it's small and tricky. So Rosicky's one. Shavigas still there in. Well, last time we played it, it would have been no. 2010, 2011. So. You might have been pushing it a bit. Eight, eight years ago? I think I'll I think g- it would be. I'll go Fabregas. Fabregas. Right. Was it, oh. I about was it, I Just get, something. Because he's an attacking midfielder. It was the way you'd have been coming in from the left as well. <laughs> oh. That's where I'm going to go for I'm here. I think of players that era. Or could it be Arshavin because he played left mid? He did. I'll go Arshavin. Arshavin. It was an A. Arteta. Arteta. That was yeah. my second choice. Of course it was. <laughs> that and it was my third choice. Uh, next question. Um, in April 2010, Arsenal beat Wolves 1-0 from an injury time winner from that man, Nicholas Bentner. But last week he was sentenced to how many days in prison for assaulting a taxi driver? 50. 50. Although okay, technically he's appealed it. So it's still 50. depending. But... So you've got two 50s, Roy. Well, it sounds like it's 50 to me. <laughs> it is 50. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're all on the board, everyone. Yes. Got, I was, that, I was getting worried. That's, that's all I wanted. <laughs> I was getting worried we were going to have the first quiz where no one scored a point. <laughs> uh, right, next question. In the fourth round of the FA Cup in 1999... Oh, God, three. Yeah. <laughs> Wolves were beaten by Arsenal at Molyneux by two goals to one. But who scored for Wolves that day? Have a toy float. Could be. What was it, 99? 99. Yeah, I'll go... F- Flow. You're going for flow. Oh, that is that. Oh, hang on. So was this? I think that's too late. It was, was this round the the cut run after, when we got to the, the semis. Of that's Villa. what I think. But I think I'm confusing myself. So well, I think we did lose. So we we lost. No, <laughs> so no, it no. Like, yeah, I know you mean. Was yeah, it, yeah, you're talking about was that it after? Era, yeah. And, um, Ninety nine. I feel like I'm You just make a guess, Jake. No, because it'll be Jody Craddock again. I don't know if you can play then. Uh, 99. I can buy. What are we going for? I'm going to rush you for answers, Jake. When did Robbie Keane leave? Don just, Goodman. Go Robbie Keane. What are we going for, Robbie? Don Goodman. Don right. Goodman. I'm going to hate myself because I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to okay. go Akinbaye. You're going for Akinbaye. You are going to help yourself, Rich, because it oh, was flow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Had the chance to I knew it. Like, steal I know, the game. That's all I know about him is he was related to the former Chelsea player and he scored against Arsenal. Mm. Oh, it's like Costa Miss all over again. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, 
Um, we've got a final question, but Dan wanted to interject this question into the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> he does for quiz. It's a quick yes or no question, gentlemen. Arsenal fan, but boyhood Wolves fan, Jeremy Corbyn, is the man to lead the UK forward? Question mark. Oh, we this can't talk about. No, we're not going there. We're not going there. Dan, you tried. You tried, Dan. <laughs> um, you tried, Dan. We've got places yeah. to be. Anyway, oh, yeah. final question, gentlemen. Uh, in the book Behind the Mask of Terror, writer Adam Robertson tells how which terrorist in the 1990s apparently became fanatical about Arsenal when he was staying in the UK. Osama bin Laden. I think we're probably giving it away, being a bit too eager on that one. I'm sure just it is that, but I'll just go Saddam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Bin Laden. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I, when he sent me that question, I was like, okay. And I had, I had to Google it, obviously. And there were a lot of stories because, well, mm. again, it's a very much apparently alleged that he was. So we have to make... We, 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 yeah, we have to really stress that. Um, but yeah, it's in that, it's in that book. But yeah, so... Um, I need a, a quick. They're going to hate us for diving question. out of. Andy's going to hate us to diving out of the politics question. But yeah, yeah, still is right, yeah. yeah. We need a quick uh, fire um, decider question, gentlemen. So I'm using the power of Twitter here. We need like a machine. <laughs> <or> a... <laughs> Davis opens up pub quiz app. <laughs> right. right. We'll, we'll just go on the Wikipedia shows. for Nenad Miliash. Oh. <laughs> What's the first thing that comes up? Yeah. Uh, he's only 35 when he played for us he was in his early 20s and he had that's a paper round in Belgrade he was isn't it, 35 he's 35 now so when he played for us in his prime it was 10 nine years ago years, yeah, yeah. Ten, 19 years ago he'd have been 25 right let's do the uh, the decider question gentlemen and uh, the most famous Wolves fan of all time Mark Hamill of course aka Luke Skywalker on Twitter um, he has 2.9 million followers on Twitter but how many is he following gentlemen it will be the nearest wind please make it simple because I don't want to do the math 639 639 Richard goes for what are you going to go for say Jake uh, uh, 2000 He's was two thousand pound, two thousand pound, two thousand people. I go two fifty. I'm not involved, am I? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you might as well. You but might yeah, put the go with two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. draw. And maybe if Roy was still in it, he would yeah. have got the points at three hundred seventy-four. So, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Sorry, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does Richie he, wins. Does, the does he follow Wolves or Wolves Shanker? Uh, Probably not after no. that season. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, loves Wolves. <laughs> Rich, well done, you won the quiz, yay! Yeah. Even after messing up. <laughs> right, we're going to do quickly do a Twitter corner, a Instagram corner, because we have some questions on the Instagrammer tonight, and other questions of, so, so, firstly, the Boss Wolves, if tomatoes are a fruit, does that mean ketchup is a smoothie? Yes. That's what I tell myself every day. Don't Just to get through the amount of ketchup I eat. Yes. No, but I can't give an explanation <laughs> why. <laughs> um, I'm getting text from Mrs. Z to say, can you shut that door, Roy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, that's got to stay in. <laughs> uh, was it addressed to Roy in person? I think it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a question here from Lee Booth. Now, did you meet Lee Booth on Saturday when you went oh. out post-game? I think I might have done. <clears throat> Because Lee says, Does I, he want to do, I might have tweeted about him. Because he said, I have a question, but I only want to ask it to Mez. Is there? Is he on this week? Oh no, the, oh, I thought this was about the uh, the tea and chocolate. Yeah, no, that is that. I'll have to give him a shout. That'll be knocker. That was knocker. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, ironically, I think I knocked over his pint. Yeah. 
Lee, you'll have to wait for another week. Uh, He's on his football index. (laughs) (laughs) And we're on Instagram. If um, Instagram wants to load up, of course. Uh, There we go. Is it loading on my Nokia 3210? Look at that, Richie's got it straight away. I've got, I got Richie's phone. Okay, <laughs> uh, so a couple of questions. Uh, Mr. Bromley, Wolves players as biscuits? These well, are... Uh, ne- ne- Nevers as remember, shortbread. Remember, people, if you want these highly calibre questions, you get them on the fancast. Nowhere <laughs> else. We will answer these questions. Say, out, of the, out of the other half a dozen Wolves podcasts, this is the only place you can come to to find out that Nevers is a, a chocolate millionaire shortbread. Uh, I'm going to go with Bolly as a hobnob because you could just... He's the sort of player that you could just dunk into and yeah. tell you to do it again. Yeah. I would say Jota is a pink wafer. I've got your cough now. Right. Instagram names Ford underscore Isaiah underscore 2211. Do you feel Johnny is underforming and he's affecting players like Jota? No, we've talked about Johnny. We, we think perhaps it's a, a he's time for Jota. Bit of, yeah. Bo- yeah. bit of both. Yeah. I, do, I do think he's a good player, though. I, I, I think mm. He's yeah. underperforming as a good player, so yeah. he's just yeah. average now. That's the issue. Uh, James Smith um, says, do you know anything about the new faces in FIFA? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, the, Is it uh, November? Nevers, Nevers and Matinho are going to have face scans in FIFA, so they're going to look more like they should. It, and I think Cavallero, I think, from what I saw. Isn't the story that they, they'll all be updating in November anyway? Or yeah, I think, I think they'll try to. I mean, it, it seems odd that they wouldn't do it, even though they've done the stadium. I, I, I don't know how difficult it is to do a face scan, but... They're, they're trying to put as many of the Premier League players in as possible. Jake, with the knowledge. There we go. And that's it, gentlemen. That is another podcast done. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Pixel Yeti Media and Elizabeth Limited. And you can follow us all week on social media for your lols and trolls. Just search Wolves Fancast and you'll find us there. And if you like the show and you've got iTunes, subscribe and give us a five-star review because what all the other podcasts say helps you win the charts. If they say it... I'm going to agree with it as well. Uh, And we'll be back next week, gentlemen, to talk about Arsenal when we have broken the streak. (laughs) We're going to do it. Forget my prediction earlier. We're going to lose three, though, but still break the streak. I like how Dave's putting both because he can just cut one of them out if he needs to. (laughs) Just post it late Sunday next week. I will clip the bit I need to, (laughs) just in reference. Uh, For this week, it's bye from Jake. Bye. Bye from Rye. Goodbye. Bye from Rich. Bye, everyone. Bye from me. See you next time.